The glass is half full or half empty. Our best days are ahead of us or behind us. There's always an opportunity or always an obstacle. How we see the world is really, really personal. So how do we see more of an upside instead of always the downside? Well, we'll find out on this episode 27 of the Robert and Mike Show. Bringing you casual conversation and thoughtful advice. It's personal development with a touch of sass and a healthy dose of panache. Welcome to the Robert and Mike Show with your hosts, Robert Schantz and Mike Paganelli. And welcome back to this next episode of the Robert and Mike Show. I'm Robert Schantz here with my did good you forget friend. who I was? <laughs> My good friend, Mike Paganelli. <laughs> hey, Robert. How are you? I'm great, Mike. How are you today on this nice winter day in San Diego? Oh, my God. It feels like this is, a, this is the coldest we- weather I've felt in a long time here. <laughs> I know. You summertime think it's like in the middle of December. Yeah, for sure. What do they say? The coldest winter I spent was a summer day in San Francisco. <laughs> this is kind of like uh, the same thing here today. Yeah, it is a little chilly today. That. For the weather report. I told Michael. Michael said, I can't wait to hear the weather report on your <laughs> podcast today. And I'm like, well, you probably will. Michael's got it going on, I tell you. So he, he, I take it, he listens now to every episode. Oh, right? he is a he is a avid he listener. Have a choice. He won't he doesn't comment or anything, but he's he's a, he's a not lurker. Even giving he us likes a to review. Listen. <laughs> oh, he gives me reviews all the time. <laughs> What's all the best positive. review you got for Mike so far? Yeah, I think he likes uh, he likes what we have to say. Like I can tell. Like he talks about it. He's interested. So okay, I got a comment the other day from a coworker. He says, "I really like your guys' stuff. You what's guys not say to some like? smart stuff." Well, yeah. <laughs> like, well, what's not to like? Yeah, exactly. You didn't know that you were working among intelligentsia, right? Well, we try, <laughs> we try, we try. So yeah, it's great to be back here on Saturday. Uh, love it. And you got love your it. nice, sharp little Patagonias. My Patagooch. Uh, yeah. Are you, how many uh, pairs of that do you have? I have this one and another one, I believe. Okay. Blue and brown. Got it. Although I want to take this one into the tailor because the sleeves are a little bit long. Yeah. So I want to have that adjusted. Nice little. I didn't know you were a designer. That's some nice stuff you got there. But this is a very warm sweatshirt. I'm yeah. very pleased with this. Yeah. Yeah, this great. Feels good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, nice so how's cozy. your week been? Week was great. I, was, uh, I had that little bit of a cold last weekend, so yeah. recovered from that very nicely had a little water heater blowout at my house as you know the other day uh-huh had to take care of that so something so unexpected it's getting fixed what oh, a what fixed. a nightmare okay well yeah because it uh it leaked and it caused some water damage and so they had to come in pull all the drywall out for the surrounding i think they made a bigger deal of it than it was but you know insurance you is paying for it hopefully well uh, yeah most of it i got a deduction deductible that I got to cover on it but yeah you know better safe than sorry you don't want any like mold no or mold. anything growing in there yeah it's a big deal even though it was just in the garage if you go to sell that house you're gonna have to disclose that yes <laughs> not that you don't know about real estate rules in the state of California correct <laughs> I know a little something about that so my other than that my week was great uh, I feel like I'm every week is making more and more progress so it's awesome Good. how was your week well my mine was uneventful actually you know, I, th- I think I'm officially kind of tired. I might need to take a little nap today. I, this is great nap weather. Yeah. Open the window, get a little cool breeze blowing in. 
I'm adjusting to life without cable, which has been fantastic. Right, yeah, give us the update. So, so how long has it been now? Well, whole new world. I mean, I'm basically watching the same thing I watched in the past. And what I like about it is, you know what? I went to a friend's house. Maybe I told you this or not, but I went to a friend's house and he had cable. And I was perplexed about what we were going to watch on TV because we were at the demands of what was on TV instead of being able to pick what I wanted. I'm like, yep. oh, this is annoying. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. I, I cut, like I think we talked about on a previous episode, we cut the cable uh, over a year ago. I think it was January of 2015. So uh, no regrets. You know what our new guilty pleasure is? What? So I subscribe to PBS for $5 a month, and there is so much programming on PBS, but one of the things that we love is the Great British Baking Show. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of the show? Uh, no. Oh, it is. I mean, I'm not a baker, but I love this baking show. Oh. It's like a competition. Every week somebody gets booted, but oh, it is so amazing. it's a reality show. It's a reality show. Oh, no, I like PBS. It's great. So you're paying addition. That's the... the, uh, the the, the paid version of PBS then, right? Right. I, it's a, they call it a $5 a month donation. Uh -huh. And essentially you get access to all this other programming. But if you don't, you still get access to something off of Some PBS. of it, yeah. Okay. Some basic programming. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, I forgot about PBS. I've been meaning to, to subscribe to PBS anyway, and this just goes put me over the cost. edge. But, you know, the funny thing is, is I think we had talked about this too in terms of cutting the cable. One of the biggest reasons is you, you want to save money because cable is just outrageously expensive for yeah. what you get out of it. But now I'm starting to add up like all the money I'm spending per month on the internet connection, <laughs> HBO, Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> now PBS is another five bucks. You know, I'm probably creeping right back up to where I was. But you know, the benefit though is that I still think like you were saying, is now it's not about what's on TV that I have to watch, it's I get to choose what I want to watch. Exactly. And I think that's far better. Even though there will be sometimes I'm like, ugh, what do I want to watch? And I can't figure it out. Sometimes just show me something. So it's been an interesting week too, just uh, news-wise. News we have our official candidates going into the uh, general election now, we all sure ready to do. go. And uh, I don't, did you happen to hear any of Elizabeth Warren's speech uh, that she did? On the Donald? Day on Donald. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't, you might be on either side of the fence on this one, but I mean, just the the verbal the rhetoric was just really well put together. I think. Well, you know what? You got to get into his face because he gets in everybody else's face. And I'm, yeah. You know, I'm, this podcast, we're attempting to be middle of the road, but we definitely, I definitely have my viewpoints about who I want in the White House. Well, I mean, it's just it's just common. You know, here's the thing that I don't want to get too political, but. The thing that oh, just come on, let's do it. The thing that bothers me, it's our podcast. We as an American, as an American, not not necessarily as a partisan or a member of, of a, a particular political party, but it, doesn't it just seem asinine to you that the leaders of the Republican Party acknowledge that Trump doesn't know anything about policy? <laughs> He shouldn't be saying the things, but they still stand behind him. I don't understand that, right? Because it almost seems, it, it seems so empty to me, and it seems like that's the kind of BS that everybody is against, right? The whole political revolution that we're supposedly having in this country is because people are fed up with the BS, right? People saying 
one thing and doing something else. And it just seems to me that that's further evidence of that. And I just don't understand how, how, how that is not allowed, per se, but I just don't understand how people can look other people in the face like that. It also was summed up in the, the latest edition of the New York Post with a picture of Paul Ryan on the front page. It says, I'm with the racist. Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. I mean, essentially, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, the reason I mention that is because one of the things that we talk about on this show is authenticity and honesty and being true to yourself and others as, key, being true to themselves. as key. And it's, um, you know, it just strikes me as uh, not necessarily in the spirit of, of what we talk about on this show. And it kind of just rubs me the wrong way because it, it rubs against my values, right? So this... This campaign note minute brought yeah. to you by Hillary Clinton, 2016. No, not even that. I mean, it's not even about her. It's just more about you know the principle of the of the matter. Like, you well, know. we all knew that this would eventually be coming one day—a a political revolution. You know, it's taken a small amount to rise up on both sides. We see that, and it will probably even get worse so before I've been, it gets better. So I've been thinking about this in terms of the younger generation. You know, obviously Bernie Sanders had was you know had a lot of press around having the younger generation mm -hmm. new voters first time voters because of his his message and you can argue one way or the other about what side had the most young voters but the fact of the matter is i do truly believe that the younger generations see the uh, unjust around them and it's only a matter of time before those voices assume the mantles of power right so i do think we're in for a a major kind of shift. And I, it looks like we're maybe in for more of a shift to the left than anywhere else, just based on, I think, where the, the, the social injustice feelings are in this country. Yes, but I agree. Um, so it'll be interesting. And I think the people that are trying to cling on to the old ways of doing things are closed-minded. We're going to talk a little bit about being closed-minded, fixed mindset, fixed mindset yep. open mindset, or growth mindset. And so it, it pervades everywhere, which is the... the the tie-in I wanted to bring to our show is the things we talk about here, although you know, we're really thinking about how we can advance our own lives and, and be more fulfilled, happy, and free, it really does extend outward from there when you think about the things that are going on in the, in the world around us. So interesting intro. So you're talking about you know, people looking at the glass half full or glass half empty. Right. I, I, you know, I think it's this idea of, you know, given any any situation there's an upside or a downside and it's up to us to decide what that is and my argument and kind of what I wanted to talk about today is how I think so often that we're so focused on the downside that that keeps most people from trying or doing anything or risking going beyond the boundaries of their comfort zone staying in jobs or relationships or situations that they would otherwise prefer to be out of and it's just because too often we tend to focus on the downside of what change it would mean instead of the upside. Because mm -hmm. I think the downside really caters more towards our primordial reptilian type brains, which are fear, you know, fight or flight. And it's just a more natural way of us being on guard. And so it, it's really some work that we need to embrace to kind of get beyond seeing only the downside and really looking towards the upside of what change can bring for us. So a lot of what you're talking about, um, you know, the late great Wayne Dyer wrote this book, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. Right. And I think what you're you're really getting at is what 
people get to a certain age in their life and they get into this, they've had occurrences happen to them, whether good or bad, but mostly bad. And they get in this rut and they start thinking that their life is uh, basically going to end up the w that way no matter what they do, nothing's going to work. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Uh, not even so much that, because it is definitely possible to get stuck in a rut. And I, I we've actually done, I think, a couple of shows on that topic already. But the idea is that how do we get beyond just focusing on what could go wrong and really start putting more emotion and power and energy into what can go right? In other words, you know, I grew up in... Uh, it, with my grandparents and we used to my grandmother used to have a nickname we used to call her gloom and doom because no matter oh, what she sounds like my grandma yeah whatever was going to happen like she would always immediately think about what if there was an earthquake or what if this happened or what if that happened like she was constantly thinking negative right yes. negative 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 all the time well the brain naturally that's the comfort zone well yeah that's right because i think it, it it talks right to our primordial that reptilian fight or flight protect you kind of it has one it has the brain has one main goal responsibility is to protect you. Right. So it's always going to look for the negative. So that's, you got that against you already. Where the threat is. And so it's no wonder that that's just a natural way where we want to go. So what I kind of wanted to talk about is how do we get out of that, right? How do we, you know, take control over that part of our brain, which is constantly trying to figure out where the danger is and look beyond the danger, not ignore it, but look beyond it, right? So it comes with your thoughts. Absolutely. So yeah, research shows that People that are successful or intelligent have a different viewpoint about things. It's like they have what's called, and we talked about this, what ha an open mindset. So what not how would you start would it, for maybe people who haven't listened to previous shows or aren't familiar with that term? How would you, you know, how would you describe an open mindset? Well, let's talk about what a fixed mindset. Okay, that's a good way to you do know, it. These people that achieve less in life. So a fixed mindset is you believe that everything's gonna, not going to turn out your way. You believe that the cup is half uh, half empty. You believe that no matter what you do, you'll fail at it. You believe that, you know, money doesn't grow on tree trees. Uh, you believe that no matter how hard you're going to work, you're not going to succeed at something. And would it also mean that no matter what you try to do, it won't change, right? There's The way you think is the only way. There's no opportunity for another way to be thinking about it because... The way you know is the way it is. Yeah. And you go through life, and what happens is you have, you have shit happens. And when shit happens and you don't get through it, you end up in that fixed mindset. And you end up in that poverty mentality, thinking, stinking, that nothing's ever going to get better. And it's really hard to get out of that because well, then everybody else around you is exactly the same way. It's like the crabs in the bucket. <laughs> you put cra a whole bunch of crabs in a bucket. One's going to try and get out. Every one of those other crabs are going to keep that crab and pull them down. Because we, I, I think we all know, you know, people who are either it's my way or the highway, or somebody already knows it all. They're not open to thinking about or learning other ways of doing things. And I think that's also part of that fixed mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Just being like, nope, I got it. This is how we do it. Mm -hmm. And if if your if your results are constantly less than what your de intended or desired result is. Remaining in that fixed mindset is only going to produce more of what you don't want. Right. So then the opposite of that would be a growth mindset. And research shows that with a growth mi mindset, these people actually focus on solving problems and self-improvement, and they're keen to learn. And as a result, 
they're more likely to embrace new challenges and they set goals and they put strategies in place to reach them. And that's because there's more than one way to do something, right? Mm -hmm. There's other ways of doing things and you just need to figure out what those are because maybe they're better. Yeah, and when I'm coaching somebody, I'm always telling them, I want you to fail. I want you to fail and I want you to fail big because we don't succeed forward, we fail forward. But it's w when you do fail, what I want you to do and ask this one question, what did I learn out of this? What right. can I learn out of this so I can move forward? Okay. In this. So if we were to, you know, uh, the, with the theme of our show and helping people st instead of maybe always looking on the downside of things because it is, you know, very natural. Hey, I, I want to switch jobs. I hate my job. I want a different job. Uh, well, you know, I got to look for a job. What if I don't get a job? What if I go there and I don't like the job that I get? What if it's even worse? What if it's not doesn't pay as much? What if it's not as secure? At least here I know I'm secure. Right. Those are all the types of things that, you know, happen. Oh, what if the commute is further? Uh, I might as well just stay where I am. But I'm miserable where I am. Uh -huh. So how would we how would we advise somebody who's in that situation? Well, I mean, that's, you know, you look at that and people are saying, they're in their comfort zone, and they don't want to get out of their comfort zone into their growth zone. So, so they're happy being miserable. They're, they're comfortable happy. being miserable. Yeah, and it's not until the pain of change becomes less than the pain of remaining the same, they're not going to make a move. Okay. So they're going to stay in that, in that crummy job until one thing happens. They either get so fed up that, okay, this is too painful, I got to make a change. Because the, the change that I'm going to do is going to be less painful than staying here. Or they get shoved out by they get, they get fired because yeah. that's the universe conspiring with your subconscious that you're putting out that message anyway to the universe. And then you get fired. And you're like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Right. Yeah. So then it just cascades. So you basically ask for it anyway. Staying put is not the answer. So the, I think the in you know given somebody who's in say a job or, a, or a s specifically that you're not happy with, I'm telling you right now, having been in that position on multiple occasions, start looking. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, the best time to look for a job is if you have a job. Yeah. And so you can't just say, oh, it's too much work. You really have to take some form of action. You have to aggressively. And there is I mean, how what's the downside? Right. Mm -hmm. The downside is just in our imagination. It's basically hypothetical questions that we ask and answer until we find out it's all guesswork. It, here's what could happen when you start looking for a job. You might discover that, hey, this isn't that bad. Because then you exactly. see what's out there, you're like, wait a minute, what's out there is exactly what I have here. So <laughs> I could jump ship and go to something that's just a different place. And sometimes, it's, sometimes it's just a change of scenery that people, you know, kind of want. I, you know, I, some people work for jobs for two years, they're ready for a change. Some people, ten years, they're, you know, they don't change, but they're just miserable in place. Mm -hmm. So our advice is, it don't to look beyond the downside. Think about. It can't be any worse than it is, right? Realistically, I mean, if you're in a position in your in your life where you want to make a change, there's a reason why you want to make a change. And that's probably because you either think that there's something better, different, or a situation that you'd rather be in. So why would you, when you've already thought that, why would you want to stay where you're at, right? So focusing on the downside is just going to kind of be that glue that holds you in place unnecessarily. Start thinking about the upside. What would my life be like if I had that new job? What would it be like to meet all kinds of new people? Maybe friendlier people, happier people, a company that has a better culture. There's all kinds of things, and that goes for anything. You know, people want to move. Oh, I'm afraid to move. I have. Uh, I know people who are afraid to travel by them. I mean, adults that are you know don't want to travel by themselves. They ah, 
I wanna don't wanna go anywhere. I rather travel with somebody. And I'm like, what the? Why? The world is a big place. You go, just go somewhere. <laughs> you know. But there's this uh, this fear of not wanting to be and travel by yourself because of the downside. But what about the upside? Think about with the time that you have, how and the freedom that you have. Why not explore? new places and enjoy meet new people the benefit of traveling by yourself is that there's nothing to stop you from meeting new people right who knows who you might meet along the way i have a i have a friend right now who's been traveling the world for two years and everywhere he goes he like meets new best friends it's amazing that sounds fun here's what i do know though so back to the person you know they're at a job they're unhappy you know the late great michael jackson had a song uh, you're full of quoting dead people today yeah well you know the song about change right in the mirror and he says in there, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself, then make a change. We should put some of that music in. You can sing it. Where's your glove, your studded glove today? So, you know, you're talking about, we talked about, okay, you, you're unhappy with your job and you go out and start looking for something else and you discover that, hey, it's just the same thing that I'm doing right now. It's really you've got to get your mindset fixed first because it's not about the job then it's really about you yeah and uh i no i i agree it's it's all what's going on between your two ears that really uh, affects the world around you mm -hmm. but it's so key to you know maybe another another way is instead of focusing just all on the downside if you don't want to just focus all on the upside do one for one almost like a pro con list right the old-fashioned here's all the things that are the downside about this change or whatever and here's all the things that are on the upside that pro cons mm -hmm. and you determine what's better yeah and it's having that growth mindset because being stuck in a fixed mindset is not going to get you anywhere i totally agree and and just realize also that the imagination will wreak havoc on you right so many things are worse in our imagination than in reality and uh don't let your imagination be the change that binds you to where you're at in your life so what do you mean by that well i mean we hold ourselves captive because of fiction right we think to ourselves like oh my god if i do this then that right we go through this litany of if thens the downside, all the things that could go wrong, and none of that is true. It's just in our heads, in our imaginations, and it holds so many people captive mm -hmm. because it's all our imagination. I'm not going to do it because, eh. Have you ever, for example, have you ever talked yourself out of doing something before you even did it? Like, oh, I want to. Never did that. <laughs> oh, I, you know, how, like, for example, <laughs> let's say you wanted to go on. Oh, how awesome would it be to travel to Paris this summer? Uh, uh, flights are expensive. I don't know if anybody was going to go with me. They just had that terrorist attack. I don't know. All that refugee. Ah, just stay here. Right? Before you even took one step to figure out how much a plane fare was, mm -hmm. you've already talked yourself out of it. Yeah. And it's all because of your imagination is like painting this downside picture. Now, what if we did the other way? Like, oh, you know what? I bet you I could find a deal on an airfare. I might have to make one or two stops, but that could be kind of fun. I'm in no rush. Mm -hmm. You know what? Maybe somebody will be able to go. Maybe somebody I know is already going to be traveling. I can meet up with them. Or, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll meet somebody when I'm there. And God, I've always wanted to go to Paris, and it would be so cool to see. And you know what? Terrorist attacks. I mean, we just are shootings in the United States all the time. You can't really, it's not a daily occurrence, so that's probably, chances are low. And it's already happened, so what's the chance of it happening again? I, I, 
you're bringing up a memory. I'm going through the exact thing, thing right now. I'm supposed to go to London to see my friend Ian. And I'm coming up with every excuse in the book to not go. <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so I got to figure it out. There's What's stopping you? Oh, you know, my mind goes, oh, I got to get time off from work. And I got to, it's going to cost money. And maybe he's not excited about seeing me. I mean, I come up with everything I possibly can right. to not go. And how much of that is real based in reality? And how much of that is just your imagination? It's all in my imagination. Exactly. Right? And I, sh you know, instead of looking at, oh my gosh, I can go see my friend Ian and spend time with him and, and have fun in London. Cause I haven't been to London in a while. And you know, maybe we can hop over to Paris for a day or, you know, oh, no, instead I think of the, I was thinking of the negative. Right. Oh, I, I got to get two weeks off from work and it's all the way in London and it's going to take, you know, I want to spend some time there. Right. It's all, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And the thing is, is that's just, that's a, that's a pleasure trip. And look how you're trying to keep yourself from having I some know. fun. Imagine <laughs> if this was more important, like life decisions and relationship decisions. You can only imagine how much harder it is to make those changes because we're so focused on the downside. And I don't know what it is about our society and where we come up with this, but we got to get out of it. Well, my we whole thing start has thinking to about do the upside. the work ethic, you know, for me, because I, I have no work far. ethic. <laughs> I grew up on a farm, and so we worked our butts off my entire life. And so I felt guilty whenever I went on, whenever I go on vacation. And I know that that's wrong. You know, in, in Europe, they live to work, or work to live. Yes. And then here we live to work. Right. It's pathetic. Well, that's just because that's the way the 1% wants it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. So don't let the 1% win. Yeah. Are we occupying something now? Yeah. What are we we're occupying? Occup occupy this. <laughs> Starbucks is freezing. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I better start planning that trip Yeah, to so you, you lead the pack. You be the example that our audience can follow, and you figure out how to get to London. I want to go to London. Like I told you, I've been watching this Great British Baking Show. All I want to do is be back there. i got to look at PBS. You definitely need to look at <laughs> I'll PBS. I'll add another $5 to my cable. Watch the Graham Norton show. <laughs> I, I get that. He's mm -hmm. on uh, Netflix, I think. Oh, maybe older episodes. Is it new episodes? I Apparently the BBC is going to have uh, streaming content, which I'm sure you're going to have to pay for. But I would pay for I'm BBC. I love the BBC. somewhere. I get BBC. I can't remember what I'm getting it from. Well, now. let me know. Is it on your fancy Amazon stick? I don't know if I get Amazon it on Sling or Amazon. Wait. I, you know, the fancy Amazon stick is nice to a degree. Okay. You know, I have to search for the movie. It's not that easy. And what kind of sling were you referring to? There's a sling TV. Sling oh, okay. TV. It's Take Back TV. When you said you had sling installed, I, I didn't know not what you were talking. I didn't know what you were referring to. Definitely not that kind of sling. Speaking about slings. Yeah. I wouldn't mind to have that sling. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Well, any anything else you want to mention? Did we give any advice to people today, or are we just yapping? No, I think we gave some advice. I think we. I think just our our concrete story was a, a good one. Your example, I think, was the, proved my point, which is I'm very happy about. Okay, as long as you're happy. Well, you I'm know. happy. <laughs> what's What's most important? So as we wrap up the show, how are we going to wrap up? How are we going to send up send our our listeners off? Well, here's what I would stuff. do. I would say, what's something that you are dealing with right now, a change you want to make or something you've been wanting to do, and all you've been doing is talking to yourself about the downside of 
making that change or taking that action. And instead of doing that, let's start thinking about the upside. So every for every negative thing that you can list down or write down or think about, come up with a positive. So I found three things on the on the World Wide Web, the internets. That says when you're having this negative thinking stinking, I'm gonna right. fix it. Three little quick things. First you gotta and these are quick fixes, and they call them intersizes, like exercises on the inner side. Got it. Okay. First one, tame your critic. Take a deep breath. Stretch slowly and try to yawn. Yawning actually interrupts any negative feelings that may be going on and brings you into the present moment. This is putting me to sleep and Did making you know me want to yawn. Did you know yawning does that? No. When you yawn, we know that neurological processes take place that instruct your brain to slow down, and this immediately tames a critic in your frontal lobe. Hmm. Number two, pain turn off. Relax. Observe any worrying thoughts that come up. Now do something pleasurable. Here's what you need to do. Stroke your fingertips on the palm of your hands or Ooh. gently rub your palms across their face. Tell me more. You'll discover that it's impossible to feel pleasure and worry at the same time. You just have to experience a neurological phenomenon. Worry centers turn off the moment and you allow yourself to do something pleasurable. So you can do whatever pleasurable you want, Mike. Mm. And then finally, a laughter boost. Laugh out loud. If you're experiencing anxiety about a task and your negative chatter in threatening to sabotage your goal to complete it, stop. Take one minute and laugh out loud. You'll return to your activity with more focus and a change of mindset. Did that help, Mike, or you s your eyes are still wondering? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Earth to Mike. Uh, that, that, was, that was very helpful, Robert. If our listeners could see this. So what were my three things I told you to do? Do you remember? Uh, something about pleasure and laughter. Yawn, give pleasure, and laugh. Uh. Do a belly laugh. Good, nice, deep gut belly laugh for about a minute. That's good, good advice. All right. All right, Mike. As we end the show, we want to thank everybody. If you like what you heard today, please, you know, write a review in iTunes if you're listening in iTunes or even on Podcast Addict. And then also join us at our Facebook page. You know, you can like our page and you can communicate with us there. And then also look in the show notes. You can find out where you can reach uh, both Mike and me on our personal websites. We'd like you to go there and, and join us on the conversation there, too. So, Mike, it's been a pleasure today. Absolutely. And uh, we're looking forward to next week's uh, conversation with you again. Absolutely. And I am, I'm so stoked. Let's, so, folks, this week, let's all focus on the upside instead yeah, of the you're downside. you're stoked, all right. Yep. You're stoked I'm at something. Stoked. Stoked at this Just wait till I podcast. tell Michael. I'm going to call Michael right now. <laughs> all right, guys. It's been a great Tom conversation. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I'm good. I wonder if I should go get my jacket. Well, you just seat it up. You want to? I think I will, because I'm, like, nimbly. Okay, cut. <laughs>